sounds pretty good. So uh, we're going to start with Shores of Italy here. Okay. Version number three. Three, two, four. When the song ain't worth the feeling and the race ain't worth the run And you feel the night come creeping On the day had begun Where you hide by the street Where the water's only gray Where you run to the sunshine On the shore Italy. Hear the sailors on the ocean singing out the whole night can something last forever when forever is just a song when the cruel stream flows blows you down to the sea will you call upon your lover on the shore of Italy back to our next edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And what's happening at Ocoee is happening at Frank's Place. Right now what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined by uh, John Miles, who's a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. And John, it's a pleasure, honor you could join me today. And uh, John is uh, actually back here at Frank's Place (laughs) as uh, we're here also with Chris Dryfus, who we did an interview with Chris, and John had played, uh, you know, a lot, the, the music, and now Uh-oh. John, you're here. Right. You, you have your moment, and Chris is here <laughs> to support you. So that's great. So first of all, John, I guess you know the the drill. Then, well, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and where your love and passion for music comes from. Uh, all right. Well, I moved around a lot as a kid, and I heard a lot of different places and things between the Midwest and and out west in California. Uh, in the low in, in the Texas Western country music, and uh, I ended up here in Florida and kind of took it all with me. Uh, I guess I got really into, I've gotten infatuated really with music when I heard the classical guitar played, and I got really into the the, the particular finger picking of the classical guitar. And uh, after that, um, at some point, I saw that movie. I don't know if you've seen it called Inside Lewin Davis 
it's a Coen Brothers movie, and they've got all the folk songs and the 60s folk, and I got really into that 60s aesthetic and, and uh, uh, was fascinated by that. And at some point, somebody put a, a Leonard Cohen album in my hands, and he molded the two, it seemed to me, between the classical guitar and the folk music, and really invented like a bardic sort of tradition for me, and at least in my mind, and, and molded the the classical and the and the folk and at that point i was really in love with music so that's really where it started is leonard cohen and then it all just opened up for me so definitely and, and for you when did the songwriting do you think uh, came in i mean when did you say okay now i'm gonna be ri- writing songs uh-huh uh, well i started writing poetry is the first thing i did back in high school and um I've since come back to the poetry, but for uh, about two years, I got so into music that, well, I just had to put the poems to words, really. So I think that's when it happened, is uh, what happened about senior year of of my high school year, and um, carried on into college, and I started meeting all the Orlando songwriters, and got real inspired, uh, and uh, my environment seemed to produce the songs, so... So I would say that, yeah. So you mentioned about being inspired. So what mm. actually in, inspires you? I mean, is there di- different things, different experiences that could uh-huh. start off a song? Or Oh, yeah. I think, um, well, right now I hear uh, Tom Petty playing in the background in, this, uh, in Frank's place here. Tom Petty's from Gainesville, and uh, uh, I used to live in Gainesville, and... I used to try to kind of pretend to be like Tom Petty living in Gainesville, you know? <laughs> and I'd, I'd go out to Payne's Prairie there and just stare at the, the sunset for, for hours. And uh, I like to get outside and, and see everything. And um, uh, a lot of my stuff comes out of nature. Taking the stuff from the city out to nature, I guess. I put it like that, so... <laughs> So you you mentioned that nature inspires you, and it, it, how there's a certain way that uh, you know a, a, a certain view or the sunset or or something that could just trigger a whole song or a part of a song or definitely it, there's a a moment a crucial moment of inspiration that happens pretty much well anytime you get an idea at least I don't want to say anytime you write a song because some songs take. Uh, it's like a grindstone, you know, you're sharpening your sword or something. But uh, I think the good ones really come from a spark. Uh, you see, uh, I have a song called Green Leaves that I wrote a while ago where I was out walking one night and I noticed that there was a leaf on the ground, just one leaf, and it was uh, the, the leaf was black. And it struck me as particularly black, vividly black. And I thought, well, that's good. And I thought, green leaves, green leaves look black in the moonlight. And I got a chorus out of that. So different stuff like that, you know. You just have to keep one eye open all the time, you know. (laughs) So do you find, John, that the best time to get to write down a song is as soon as you get that idea like i said with the Mm. the the black leaf song that was something that you said okay immediately this is going to be a song or it's got to happen right away yeah Yeah, definitely yeah it has to well that's one thing i've been meaning to get better about is carrying around a journal i think all the the good ones all the good writers are, are ready at all times 
and uh, always on the on the front lines and ready to go forward through the trenches, above the trenches, across the enemy lines, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> and, John, you mentioned the journals. So, uh-huh. also, do you like – well, you have a cell phone, but, I mean, with your cell phone, mm-hmm. do you, like, sing the, uh, a lyric? I mean, do you sing a song, like a melody, that so right away so you could, you could keep it rather than thinking about it later? Or? You know – What's funny is I try to do that, and, uh, you know, every time I have a song fragment, it never turns into a full song. If I, ha- if I, have, the, uh, if I have the full song structure uh, and the lyrical idea, then I can work with that. But any time I've just come with a melody, uh, it's very hard to come back and, and just revisit the, the idea that I had and make it into a full thing. It really, for me, it does all come as an explosion. Uh... uh some kind of psychological explosion, I would say. <laughs> so it just happens at once. Yeah. Of course, I have to revise. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good segue to the next question, John, sure. about revision and about getting the songs just right. So let, let's use the, the example that I use sometimes. Mm. You get, get the initial song down. How different is that when you finally record it or finally perform it? Do you have a lot of changes? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, you, you, uh, you never know quite what it's going to sound like right. until you record it. And um, as, as uh, Bob Dylan said, the uh, he was talking about his albums, and he said that you know, pretty much all of my albums are essentially demos of my songs, uh, and uh, I I can definitely relate to that, where uh, a song uh, changes through the years, and you have to give it a new life, and every day you have to charge it with a new meaning, and a new spirit, and your spirit's going to be uh, different at different points in your life. Like the the song that I played first for you was Shores of Italy. I wrote that one in high school for a girl who we'd, we'd traveled to um, uh, on a school trip to the shores of Italy, the Cinque Terre, and we saw the beautiful, beautiful setting ocean and, and uh, the gray skies, and it was just really struck me. And I just wrote a very kind of sappy little, nice little love song for her, you know? And eventually, you know... Um, uh, the the song didn't really have the same life like that that sort of sappy young emotion and I had to to, to find a new meaning and Chris knows we, we played there were there was a lyrical change and I completely changed all the words and uh, we played it in, in a minor key and of course you know how life goes and uh, I, it was a minor key now and I, it was almost a bitter song and and now we've sort of gotten back to the middle the middle ground of uh, <laughs> an appreciation from a distance or something and I, just that's just to say that the, uh, the song demanded something new uh, at every day of my life and I had to figure out what that was and I think that's the responsibility of the of any writer is to especially if you have something finished um it's never finished in terms of it's your responsibility to unlock the spirit of it so oh so that's something john that you know changing 
the the lyrics and keeping mm. the melody. But so it's interesting that uh, you know that song you mentioned it, it, that was originally now it's it's in a major chord that now what was yeah. that in G or B or uh, I think we played it in D this time. In D okay yeah. so you so you went from a minor chord yeah. to a, a D. Well that's it, that's it, yeah. that's interesting. So well, it's, yeah it actually it is it went from a, a major very happy key to a very minor key almost a sailing shanty song and it was a fun way to play that but it didn't move me you know and so this one is almost right in the middle of minor and major <laughs> you know so <laughs> kind of took them both i guess you know threw them together so do you do that with other songs like a, like you said that the, the spirit of of the song isn't quite right so you so you, you change it i mean is that something that you've done with other songs like that or oh yeah you know i think sometimes uh certain certain songs warrant it and certain songs uh you know right, it's yeah. time they need to be buried you know and yeah. they had their time and uh yeah some some songs don't necessarily warrant a revisiting whereas some uh i don't know it's a mysterious thing i yeah. can't really answer it yeah but yeah so I guess, John, it, it's uh-huh. just if the song was me- meant to be, it'll me- be me- meant to, to be, be. I mean, if there's yeah. En- yeah. enough of pa- you know passion and you know, you know you feel that there's something there, and yeah. and that is true. That like I s- said, not every song is is going to be this uh, great uh, revelation. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, yeah, definitely not. I've I've written some strange songs in my less emotional periods, you know. <laughs> Just out of boredom and, and uh, trying to keep the ball rolling, you know. So it's all about keeping the ball rolling and being ready for that moment when you when you uh, your duty calls as a writer. So, so I mean, you, do you necessarily pick a time to, to to write, or you know you have to write, or like you just mentioned, when a song comes, it, it comes. But is there a point where it might not come, and then it's like. I've yeah. got to write a song somehow. I need this song. Is there a way yeah. to get it out? Right. Well, I've thought a lot about if, you know, if you're signed to some big label yeah, and, yeah. and they they require three albums, yeah. you know, every 10 years or something like that, or three albums every six years might be more realistic, you know? Would you... How do you respond to that? You know, are you in, inspired um, by the pressure or does something new come out? Uh, I don't. I think new circumstances are gonna uh, bring out different things, and sometimes the circumstances don't bring out a song, right. you know, and that's okay. The songs you shouldn't really be attached, you know, um, too closely, because uh, uh, your life is gonna go on with that, with or without them. And uh, it's, I've thought about, you know, when I talk to songwriters. You have to really uh, separate. We have to understand that the, the, the songwriter, everything that they've done is something that happened in the past, and, and they're just a fellow uh, human being who's maybe just a little bit more introspective, you know? And you have to treat them as a... You have to understand that they're a person. They're not a songwriter. You know, they're, they're a, at this moment, they're a person to communicate with uh, and a person to try to understand better and, and be a better friend not necessarily somebody to try to juice a song out of you know because that happens naturally and it's a very individual process and 
uh, lonely. I, it has to happen in solitude, you know. So. So do you do, John, any co-writing to together with yeah. Chris or? Uh, we've <laughs> uh, we wrote a song. Uh, we've written what what we what, we've got a couple. We've got we're ramping it up. We just recently uh, we wrote one called. Uh, well, I guess you weren't there for that. Daryl Dean, a, a hit song. Daryl Dean. Maybe we'll have to play that for you if Colt comes back through. You know, I think he'd like that. Uh, and then uh, we wrote another one called "I've Got a Woman," which is a great irony for me. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we, we know. <laughs> so yeah. It's a little blues song, you know? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, uh, John, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is John uh, Miles, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You're listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. If it's happening in Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. This is Long Road to Ruin.
back to our next segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place, Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. If it's happening in Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place. Right now, what is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined once again by John Miles, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, and John's pleasure honor. You could join me today and talk about all this great music of yours. And now we want to talk about Pacific songs that our audience is listening this Listening to these songs recorded uh, live uh, and we, with the uh, help of Chris uh, Dreyfus over over here. And uh, first of all, we want to talk about Shores of Italy. I know you mentioned sure. a little bit about that, but can you tell us more yeah, about it? Definitely. Well, I actually wrote that one. I'm an English literature student over at UCF, and I was walking to class one day, and uh, one of those weird moments where it hits you. And I had a sheet of paper on me. So while I was walking to class, I was writing, and it was raining. And uh, so by the time I got to class, the, the paper was, you know, it was wet. And I couldn't read the lyrics. So I had to <laughs> I had to, to restart on that one uh, and, and do it all from memory. And so it was the first time where, you know, I'd written lyrics, and I didn't have the lyrics anymore. So I had to do them from memory, and they came out better. And uh, so that's the way that one happened. Uh, I, I can't really speak too much for it. Um, but the the opening lines, uh, when the song ain't worth the feeling and the race ain't worth the run, uh, that's uh, sort of just what I was feeling at that moment. Uh, and, and out of that came uh, a direction for hope. Um, at the shores of Italy, I suppose. And uh, something about... I can't really say, speak for the meaning for that one. I'm not too sure on that one. and It's all over the place a little bit for me. But it's all very focused, too, which is what I like about it. So, Okay, and another song we have here is the was Long Road to Ruin. Was oh, yeah. that it? That one... So that one, uh, well, I have a blossoming career as a, as a freelancing dishwasher right now. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I wrote that one after a long shift at, at a restaurant called The Hammered Lamb downtown Orlando. And I was over there for the brunch shift all day. And I came off and I was drenched in the dishwater. And all. It just smelled terrible, just wretched. And uh, I was thinking... I feel kind of cool walking through downtown right now, you know, 
just getting off work and something about the aesthetic felt cool and uh i came up with that line uh a pistol in my pocket and an apron in my hand as a sort of reference to my position uh i guess <laughs> and uh so that came out of the 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 world of dishwashing and uh into the world of i don't know it's a country song it's the most country song i've ever written for sure so i want to try to do that some more write some, write some old country music so yeah <laughs> okay and another song we have here is 20 nights yes that's a tough one to talk about that one i wrote is uh is well whenever i get on this topic i try not to you know i don't want to be sort of like a you know a spokesperson for lgbt uh, uh but at the same time you know as a as a as a as a part of that movement, I really have to. I felt a responsibility to um, to to make something. Well, I, I guess I could put it this way. Um, I've, I'd felt like, at least in terms of my life, all of the civil rights, um, you know, that I needed, um, they they they'd been achieved by people before me, and we'd already gotten to the point where you know gay marriage is legalized um and you can walk around in public with you know another man or another woman and uh you can hold their hand and most people won't won't give you a a, a second look most people are respectful you know most of course not all um but i started to realize I, when i when i first came out of, of the closet you know I, I was very uh angry and on edge, you you might say. And I was looking for people. I was looking with grimacing my eyes and, and looking around for people to uh, to offend me. And when they would, I'd jump out at them. And then I realized that's kind of foolish. You know, you really just need to live your life. And if you find someone uh, to love, to to love them and not worry about the uh, the political. Con- the political implications at all you just need to focus on the love so that's where that song came out of okay uh, so let's talk a little bit now we have an you know interesting situation we usually talk about the performances uh-huh. so ba- basically you and, and chris and colt do you, you perform all together or do you do. perform separately or do you, is it that you perform all together and you do each other's songs or that's pretty much what we do, you know. We we have this band right now called the Sundowners. Excuse me, called the Sundowners, um, and uh, we're just kind of a strange collection of like four uh, kooky individuals, you might say. We're all a little weird, and uh, we all give each other a lot of space to to excel in the way we excel. So, and out of that comes this really natural kind of rock band sound. So. Uh, the fourth one is actually Noah Newcomb, who's uh, written he's, some really good songs that we've, we've, we've really started to play. Um, so we all bring something different to the table. Uh, and if if the venue is is open to the to the idea and not too conservative or, or anything like that, uh, uh, Colt and Noah flip their hats around and and perform as Seaman's Fantastic Boat Ride. Uh, uh, much to the interest of, of the listener, it really, it really uh, adds a new layer. So 
it's a it's a strange <laughs> it's a, it's a strange performance art that happens um but it's in a way it's in its own way it really adds something to the band to have that element of, of uh not taking yourself too seriously at the same time we really take it seriously so we like it's good it's a good mix so and Jad, tell us a little bit about where you you guys are all playing. Is there, there certain bars or places mm. that uh, you prefer? Or? Yeah, uh, we we our first show we did was at Uncle Lou's, and we'll probably come back to there at some point. But we've got in in October, we've got one lined up at the what's it called the Joystick Joysticks. Got one Joystick. Some yeah, it's a it's a pretty nice venue from what I've heard. Um, and then what's there's another one with headband uh, at the at the Kaba Cove. It's called the Kaba Cove. So we're actually, you know, we've we've all sort of played like the and me and Chris, and we might be able to get some other people. We might be able to get the whole band at a show at Duo Fifty Eight, the coffee shop over in Oviedo, uh, on the twenty sixth. So. Um, we've got a few different concerts lined up in places that we haven't really played too much. Um, we've all done our own things, and we've all played the, the typical uh, venues that you know younger artists would play, and um, we're sort of breaking into those the new ones, you know, the ones where we can really really do our thing and really have people listen. So, joystick, we're looking forward to that. That's on the thirteenth. That's on the thir- October thirteenth, uh, with a band called Scarecrow Electric. Then on uh, October twentieth, we're over at, at Headbands at Kaba Cove, uh, and Headband is playing with us and some other people. We're doing an acoustic set for that one, so we're looking forward to that. And then on the twenty sixth of October is over at Duo Fifty Eight. So the weekend is pretty much every weekend we've got something different going on. So we're pretty excited for it. So. So, John, uh, is it a situation where, you know, you guys each have your own, like, set, sets? I mean, you have your own so- songs yes, and you, you right. sing your own. <laughs> uh-huh. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah you have your own. Not uh-huh. that they're necessarily divided in the sets, but uh-huh. do you do, like, okay, it's your songs and it's Chris' songs, or is everything all mixed right. together? Well, we, you know, it, what we've sort of figured out is, you know, if you write the song, you sing it. Right, you know, yeah. um, but it really is a band effort for every song. Right, uh, we all add something different to each other's music. I, I, I would say something interesting. That's really, I, I play easy guitar, right. uh, whereas Chris plays hard guitar. So uh, a lot of like, for instance, like on Chris's song "Dawn of Freedom," we play that one a lot. Uh, Chris is probably used to strumming that one while he plays it, and so he can't really add anything else to it. Um, but when I do the strumming, uh, he's able to, to add some, a, a very melodic sort of solo to it. And, uh, and so just different ways like that, having more people opens up a whole world. So, yeah. Oh, so, I mean, but between all you guys, I mean, do you have like a, a lot of songs enough mm-hmm. for original, you know, for all original music? Do you do any covers? Uh, we've got a gig, one of those gigs with the Scarecrow Electric. They want us to do some covers over there at that venue, so we're working on a few covers. Uh, we we like to end the song, the, the sets with a, a special cover from Seaman uh, Colt. Um, 
but typically we stick to the originals. We tend to. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say we. It's a, usually a original heavy, so we definitely have the songs for an original sets. You know, for different original sets. So. So you have enough song original songs then to go to Orlando Brewing that only wants original songs then. Yes, yes. <laughs> We've been wanting to play over there. We we just haven't really made it out. It's uh, I've never actually been there, but I've heard people people love playing there. So. All originals, right? They just yeah. do. Yeah, oh, that's cool. All, all, all original saw songs. So, I mean, do you find that you were just saying that they say, well, you've got to play covers? Right. But I mean, is is there any places besides Orlando Brewing that says we want original music, we want something new, something different? I uh, mean, is most of the venues you're talking about receptive to like we're going to play fifty originals? Or yeah. Oh no! Well, that's <laughs> no, the thing. not that much. They don't. They don't like that. Yeah, but at the same time, we, we're all pretty convicted that you know our, our songs, you know, they don't suck. You know, like yeah, they're yeah, good, good and uh, uh, they're good rock songs, yeah. and and a lot of times they're reminiscent of something that you know an older audience would really enjoy in terms of like sort of straight up classic rock. Sounds a little like that. But then we have the stuff that the younger crowd would like. It's a, it's an indie move, sort of sort of an indie rock, you might say. So we really do we hit the middle ground with our songs. It's something that's tied to the old, but we really give it a new energy. So have you hit any biker bars or not yet? Huh? Oh, we want to. Yeah, <laughs> we want to do that. Oh yeah, man! I want to play over at the Hitching Post and in, in Chile, to Florida. You know, I'd love that. We would really fit in over there. Yeah. Yeah, places like that. Yeah. So you can go to a, a rock-oriented bar or something like that, and your music will uh, fit in, and maybe for something you know more you know lighter. I mean, you you, you yeah. your music could fit in more, more of a range. Then we definitely have that range. We like to uh, we don't like to play the same set twice. Really, it seems to be we like to mix it up just a little bit every time, and uh, uh, we're all well. I think the the biggest music fans I know would be uh, Noah and Chris and and uh, so we're all huge music fans and we all have a variety of influences um, and they aren't necessarily the the typical influences that you'd expect they're a little strange sometimes and uh, yeah we, we got we've got the range and we've really got a passion to find new 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 modes of expression so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, John, that sounds great. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back for our very last segment. Uh, my guest is John Miles, a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You're listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. If it's happening in Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. So this song called 20 Nights. Twenty friends know my mind 
20 friends to leave behind I got troubles, but I'll be alright In 20 days, in 20 nights So come on over, come and see Welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. If it's happening in Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place right now. What is happening at Frank's Place is I'm being joined once again by a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, Mr. John Miles. And John, it's a pleasure you could join me today yes, and tell us all about your music. Now I want to talk a little bit about your uh, social media, and we understand that the band, the Sundowners, has a website that you've got to work again, a website, so why don't you tell us about all that? Definitely. Well, I'm working on my website right now. It's sort of just uh, 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 somewhere where I'll, I'll put my music and my uh, and my poems and sort of a, a sneak peek sort of thing. Uh, uh, display, like a like an art display sort of thing. Uh, whereas the, the, we also have the Sundowners uh, uh, social media presence, which is, is getting there. You know, we have the Instagram page, uh, which is called it's, uh, the Sundowners Band 
B-A-N-D, like a rock band. Uh, then we have uh, the Facebook page for them, which is just the Sundowners. Um, and my personal, my, my Instagram, where I post some music once in a while, is called uh, John Edward Miles. Um, so, yeah, that's my social media. So, yeah. Don't, we don't do too much on social media, but uh, Colt's girlfriend actually is helping us run those ins- the Instagram and the Facebook. Seems we're all sort of uh, uh, disabled social media if that makes sense. We're really not very, very good at it. So, yeah. So, <laughs> but, but we still do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, do you do anything on uh, YouTube or you yes. know, the videos or I do, you can search me up. Uh, I'll put, we, I'll send you the link. You can put it on the, yeah, we'll on the page. On yeah. The, yeah. But it's, uh, if you're listening, it's uh, John E. Miles. I've got some covers on there. I've got uh, some originals scattered throughout. Some videos of me playing with uh, Wesley Chambers, Chris Dreyfus, some solo stuff. So, yeah. So, got that YouTube page. Yeah. Oh, so you you've got uh, different uh, videos up there, and uh, yeah. do you try to put up a YouTube video at like a, at a certain time or every so often or? Uh, no, to me, it's more important to get out and play. And if it gets filmed, then that's good. But it really is, you know, I, I, maybe I'll start doing that. Start doing like one video a week or something, you know, just to keep the, uh, to keep the grandparents happy, you know? (laughs) So... Because yeah. the grandparents want to want to see the the, the videos, ever they want to see as much as they can. Huh? That's right. That's right. And uh, I guess I don't I don't care about too much about like you know pleasing people like that. But I do. You got to please your grandparents. So yeah, just think about them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so that's great, great there. So so now, do you have any particular uh, projects that you're working on? Are you yeah. or you guys yeah. going to be doing like an al- album, or is that something that well, you yeah. put all your songs on? Or we'll be uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be doing that pretty soon here. Colt, Colt's family's got a trailer out in Kissimmee. We're going to go crash there and and uh, and do our first recording session. Uh, also, I'm doing uh, I'm going up to Gainesville to uh, record a, a a quick EP with a friend of mine named Rafael Rivera. He's a songwriter up there, and um, we both write pretty similar, pretty similar tunes, so we're just going to throw it all together. We're not quite sure how. We have the songs lined up, but we don't really know what it's going to look like yet. It's going to be very uh, improvisational. So oh. that'll be next next month, actually. So early next month, we'll be doing that. Is any of the s- songs for that any of the ones you did today, or no? Actually, they're all fresh songs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're all fresh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, great, great. So you mentioned you're you're working on a, on a website, and uh, yep. that should be uh, done in a few weeks. Or? Oh yeah, it should be done in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm doing it through WordPress, and I don't know a, a darn thing about building websites. <laughs> so we'll get it together. But yeah, it's pretty close. It, it's looking good. So 
So, so do you or, or the Sud Doubters have any recording recording or songs? Or you've recorded yeah. songs already? Or we've got a video. We've got a few videos up on YouTube. Well, we send those into to venues. That's how we get the gigs and stuff. We we send them in. And uh, what, do you know what our Sundowners YouTube page is? It's probably just the Sundowners. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I, there's a few full-length videos. You can actually go on there and you can see our debut show, and uh, our entire performance was filmed and uh, by Emma, Cole's girlfriend, and uh, it looks really good. So it's got some good audio on there too. So. Oh, so yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, check that out. And uh, so as far as upcoming gigs, did you you mention yeah. you had had some? Or? Oh yeah. So we've got, on the 13th, we'll be playing over at, what's that place called? Joy, I think it's Joysticks. 13th is over at Joysticks. Oh, yeah, Joysticks. We're excited for that one. That's going to be a big one. We're going to try to get people out there. And then we're playing over October 20th. Headbands throwing a show at uh, Kaba Cove. Um, and we'll be doing an acoustic set for that. Uh, we're lo- really looking forward to those playing with those guys again. We always love to do that. Uh, and uh, then on the 26th, we'll be playing at Duo 58. We're not quite sure how that's going to be laid out yet. Uh, we got invited to do some solo sets, but we're probably just going to play as a band. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're, uh, we're doing... Um, uh, we've got some good acts lined up for that one. We've got Nicholas Roberts and Hannah Stokes as well. So we're looking forward to that show as well. I've played at Duo 58 a few times. It's a beautiful place. Very, very nice place to play. So, oh, so those are the upcoming shows, at least uh, in yeah. the immediate future, huh? Yeah, yeah, in the immediate future, and um, we've got a few lined up for November, but we'll we'll just keep it to October for now, <laughs> in terms of promotion. <laughs> oh, sure. So, so, like we we mentioned that you've got your social media. So, if anybody wants to get in touch with you and say uh-huh. how great the music is, or if they have any more qu- questions, that yeah. what's the best way to contact you personally? The best way to contact uh, me personally, or or the Sundowners, well, both. But uh, both. It, but it's, yeah. it's you too. <laughs> Uh, I'm an Instagram. I like I like Instagram. So you get me on Instagram. Uh, Sundowners Facebook page. Uh, we have a hundred percent response rate. So we're, we we're, we're, Facebook says we're good. So yeah, Facebook doesn't lie. So yeah. So so do you all of you respond to the fa- the Facebook or is there a certain yeah. Facebook person here? Uh, I can. Yeah, Colt. Colt uh, has re- he's pretty good at that because he's got his Seaman's fantastic boat ride. And he he's good at the promotion thing, so yeah, he does a lot of that. Colt's the Colt's the the orator of the group. <laughs> okay, uh, John, thanks so much for your time. We really do appreciate you know you taking the time and play the music. Any final Definitely. thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Oh no, definitely. Uh, thanks for having me. When I played with Chris, uh, you know, I had to beg you. I had to beg you to come on. You know, I said, Mike, please, please, please let me on. You know, so <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I definitely do. It's fun. It's fun. Okay.
Okay, uh, thanks so much, John. My guest has been John Miles, who's a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer. You're listening to the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at Frank's Place Restaurant and Sports Bar, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Coe, Florida. If it's happening at Coe, it's happening at Frank's Place. And please catch us again next time. <laughs> 